Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome back. It's to me. Traveling eggs. I was wondering. Your favorite podcast about travel like disasters, comedy, travel stories, and <laughs> travel in general. And so sit back, relax, and, and enjoy, enjoy the show the that we're about to have for you. What's it right. called? ASMR. No. Okay, so now that this made it okay. all sound like a really weird, strange podcast. Welcome back to Travelling Yeah, Eggs, welcome everybody. back. <laughs> um, so, welcome I'm back. I'm Marie. And I'm Fergus. And Glad this to have is you. our weekly podcast about our different travel adventures and disasters. Exactly, because whenever we travel, especially when we travel together, something always goes wrong. Exactly. And we thought it would be fun to share, because really... Because like, why not? You may as well get something out of it. It's also good for warning... <clears throat> people exactly <laughs> if anything it made us smarter and more diligent and exactly. more like did it make us smarter i mean did i it? think it did i i think it did yeah so we, we still end share. up doing stupid shit anyway so well, that's true but well, yeah no we've learned we've for sure. not become einsteins no we haven't we haven't anyway this time we are going to austria but before we do that um should we talk a little bit about what happened this week um <gasps> yes some, okay. how do you probably say mis- miscellaneous 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 yeah Miscellaneous stuff. Miscellaneous um, stuff. Um, right. Okay. Well, you know, what? let's talk about a couple of things. Okay. Um, Hit me. So first of all, <laughs> let's talk about the Baftas. Yay! So just for anyone out there who also is really interested in film, or who studies or does film, or does film, or who we just do that. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, 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 we are like, professional. If you're just interested in films <laughs> and you like watching the award shows, yeah, you know, and everything. So the Baftas happened last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Baftas is like the <laughs> Well, there's the Oscars this week, but that's in America. The yeah. BAFTAs are the British awards. The British Oscars, kind of. Yeah, kind of like the British Oscars, yeah. you know. So let's and they're have kind a... of a big deal. Yeah, they are. I love watching it. I would say it's one of the best stages. Um, I'd say with like the Golden Globes and the Emmys to say who's going to win the Oscars. Mm. Like the BAFTAs are definitely like a big, big point. Yeah. And based on like, we're going to talk about it in a second, but based on who won the BAFTAs, I'm pretty sure they're going to win at the Oscars. Yeah, that was a very clear winner. Yeah. <laughs> well, who I thought before is going to win. I mean, literally all of the, ba- I don't necessarily agree, but like all the ballots definitely projected them to win. And I was like, well, no, yeah. definitely. No, it's a sure. film which I hadn't actually seen. Mm. And I yeah. don't think you had. No, no, but now I really want to. Yeah, I mean, should we just say what it is? Or wait, can, wait, do let's... you want to say something else? <laughs> well, I was just going to quickly. Okay, so we can quickly say. Wait, we're just going to say. <laughs> I want to quickly announce the categories that this film won in. Okay. And then say what the film was. Okay. This film won best film, mm-hmm. outstanding British film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Best director. Mm-hmm. Um, best cinematography. Mm-hmm. Best production design. Oh, my God. Best sound. Best special visual effects. It's insane. Yeah, and that those were all the awards that it won. It's actually insane. It literally won on basically almost all of the major categories apart from acting yeah. and whatnot. So it sweeped up the awards. Exactly. And this Before what, we say, yeah. have a little guess. We're yeah, so it, we'll give you We like while we talk, while make we your talk, guess. And then have a little guess. Exactly. What's and now it gonna do be? you wanna reveal what it is? Yeah, I'll do a little countdown. Okay. It was five, four, four three. Eight. Two, one, 1917. Whoa. So. Not a big surprise for me because, again, everyone projected it in the ballads. And I listened to like loads of podcasts and what have you. And all of them predicted 1917 to yeah. win so big at the Oscars. Which I think <clears throat> maybe the reason I wasn't expecting it is because I haven't seen it. Mm. So that made me less like, I was kind of like, oh, I want loads of films to win that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say that. I um, It's a bit controversial. 
I don't know if it's controversial, but like I know we've had these films before. We had like Dunkirk. We had like um, not the Dark. The Dark is always something different. But we had like Dunkirk, for example. I am really not into war films. I just really dislike no, them same. because to me, it's a bit of a difficult one because to me, some of them just glamorize war or in some ways just make it seem like something even in a tragic way glamorous which it really wasn't some of them to me are just boring because mm. i know what happened like this sounds really awful but like we we, ha we know what happened during the war i don't need it glamorized on the screen like a million times especially because i feel like lots of films concentrate on either the first world wars or the, like the, the two world wars or they focus on a Middle Eastern war from a very Western perspective in an almost patronizing way. And mm. like, well, you're not the only countries who've suffered, let's be real. Yeah. Um, so I really don't like war films, is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not, I wasn't massively interested in seeing 1917, but I'm going to say the way they shot it, um, which you can explain if you want to, seems so interesting to me. It's just so innovative that from a filmmaker's perspective, I maybe take back what I say because please correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I like to be corrected if I'm. I'm generally wrong so I may just see it yeah so well on that note basically the way which I didn't realize it was shot like this until I, I found out maybe like just not that long before the BAFTAs actually happened I thought the 1917 was basically just like another war film but yeah. basically it's been stylized in a way where so Sam Mendes directed it mm -hmm. and it's stylized in a way where the whole film is basically made to look like it's done in one continuous shot yeah. for two hours which is insane which it's is insane. insane. And it's very interesting because it follows, I think it's like two main characters. Mm, yeah. um, and it basically follows them throughout the whole film. Um, and it's very interesting the way that it's made in like a continuous shot. I saw like a couple of clips from it, which made it look really interesting, which I think this is also a good way to engage with more audiences. Because exactly. then you, you're then informing, you're then more likely to draw in more audiences who are maybe possibly not that interested in the subject matter as like such. Me. Like you, yeah. like me as exactly. well but you can still inform them by making it engaging to watch and interesting to watch because then they're more likely to remember it which is quite a clever way of doing it yeah exactly and i think it's may it might be i mean again we haven't seen it so we can't really vouch for it but like i think it might make it a bit more personal and mm. just a bit more that's true yeah because it's following literally just one or two characters mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing and let's be real sam Mendes is a, a really good filmmaker yeah. and he's really good in his craft so maybe i should just trust him yeah. and just watch the film because there might be a yeah. reason why. I've only won. seen like two of his other films. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, he's very good. I mean, not going to lie, like not every Oscar winner necessarily by all means deserves to win. I mean, we saw it green with Green Book last year, the whole controversy. But like, maybe I just need to watch it. Mm. That's what I'm trying to um, say. And so I just want to yeah. say one more thing on the subject of Please BAFTA. Do. Maybe you can say your... Well, basically, I was just going to say yeah. my highlight of the BAFTAs, yeah. which I was really rooting for and happened, was um, the winner of best supporting actress mm -hmm. which oh. went to laura dern what a babe. in marriage story yeah. i was so rooting for that yeah because i loved marriage story and especially her character and her yeah. acting and it was just perfect 100%. perfection it was really so good. that was my highlight it was really really good did you have a highlight um i mean rebel wilson's speech was, oh my god rebel wilson's speech was brilliant. amazing it was a really good stab i mean they had a couple of stabs in there which i found <laughs> really oh, good. very funny when they actually did a stab at harry and Meghan with Kate and William sitting there. I mean, we're not even immersed in this situation, but even we did a double take, we were like, oh God. Yeah. Like, it was quite poignant. Yes, love um, that. Which I really like. 
Um, Did you I, have a highlight, like in terms of awards or anything? Um, not necessarily that I can remember. Mm. Um, I mean, I would have liked Greta Gerwig to win. I would have liked more mm. women to win in general for more crafts. I mean, yeah, at least Little Women won mm. um, costume design, <laughs> yeah. which is good. You know, yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I just liked some of the speeches. Um, I liked what Walking Phoenix said. Um, I know mm. not all people like it, but hey, he's trying to do his his, his best. best. Um, he's he's saying what's true, and mm -hmm. I, I respect. Go him watch for that. his speech if you're wondering. Exactly. Um, I don't know why some people call it like cringe or call this former speech as cringe. Probably because they don't want to face the truth and they're butt hurt by it. I think it's good that he says what he says. I mean. He said what he could say. He yeah. said he's part of the problem. By no means did he ever say that he isn't part of the problem. Um, so I think he can't help being a white man, but he can do his part in trying to be as, yeah. not apologetic, but as helpful as he can be. Yeah, it's hard to explain. So watch the speech. It's not very long, yeah. but just watch his BAFTA speech yeah. um, to, um, to understand. Yeah, I feel like it's so like, so all over the news these days. So I feel like most people have seen some blip of it or like some connection of it. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting what's going to happen in terms of the Oscars. Yeah, so the, yeah. yeah. I mean, once again, we won't have a host, um, which is interesting. So I'm going to, I'm really interested in what's going to happen there. Mm. And we talked about this before. I feel like in Britain, you can definitely be more stabby and you can make more of these really poignant jokes where I think if you did that at the Oscar stage, you wouldn't really be allowed to do that. They wouldn't really let you do it. So I wonder if they're going to take similar steps next week at the Oscar stage because they basically had a campaign where they were like BAFTA so white which is what it's called mm -hmm. and I mean the Oscars I think are even whiter than the BAFTAs so I wonder if they're going to address that or not yeah we'll see we'll yeah. see once again only male directors no Greta Gerwig which is really infuriating but a warm um, which was part of the point of Rebels yeah, speech yeah, exactly. so go watch that exactly um we're going to see. I'm really interested also in seeing the BAFTAs in May um, for the television. The TV. Television. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm already rooting for sex education. Oh, come on. Um, it has to win something. I'm going to say probably Don't Nabby. Big one. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I hope Killing Eve is going to win. Killing Eve will definitely. Are they going to? Yeah, I think they might be. The timing might be quite tight, but I think they will still be nominated because um, it's just like, like coming to roll out in April in the States. Hmm. Um, so we'll see. But, but definitely sex education. Yeah. I mean, come 100%. on. 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like I said, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting mm. night. So yeah, get your predictions ready for those other award shows. Yeah. And let us know if you want to do, let us do a, I don't know, like we, we could do like a film, like a award show podcast as well, because I kind of like <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, same. You know. Anyway. <sighs> should we, should we anyway, moving on from that. Moving on to Vienna. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to, before Marie tells her story about yes. Vienna, we're going to talk about the egg dish for this Please week. Please introduce the egg dish. Okay, so the egg dish this week is called Kaiser Schmarrn. Schmarrn, yeah. Yes, cool, whatever. <laughs> so wow. the ingredients, just to give you a little run on the mm -hmm. ingredients, we've got raisins, eggs, vanilla extract, lemon zest, mm -hmm. sugar, milk, flour, butter... Oh, and you can garnish it with sugar and apple sauce. Oh, if yeah. You would, if you want. Like we did. Yes, exactly. Um, so I'll just quickly read out the recipe for you because it sounds really nice. So basically, first of all, what you do is um, you put all the raisins in a bowl and then pour the rum over it <laughs> and then microwave it all for 15 to 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you basically leave that to you leave the rum to soak into the raisins for about 20 minutes. 
Then you uh, mix together the um, egg whites, just the egg whites, um, with a bit of salt. Um, and then in a separate bowl, you beat the egg yolks, vanilla, lemon zest, sugar, until it's all light yellow. Add the milk, the flour, um, and then do the flour just like a bit at a time so it's not all lumpy. And then mm -hmm. just blend it all together. Then you fold in the egg whites <clears throat> and let that batter rest for about 10 minutes, <laughs> uh, going into a lot of detail with this. Um, then you melt one to two tablespoons of butter in a mm -hmm. frying pan and uh, stir the batter um, gently and pour it into the pan. Mm -hmm. And then you sprinkle the rum raisins over the top, cover the pan and let it all cook for about 10 minutes on medium heat. Mm -hmm. And then flip over, so it's kind of basically like a pancake, um, and then you flip it over, cook it for another 10 minutes. Um, and then you cut the pancake apart into little bite-sized pieces and continue to cook it. And then basically when it's browned everywhere and looks well cooked, then it's ready to serve and eat. And then you can, if you want to be a little bit extra, um, sprinkle it with some sugar or applesauce, basically. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. So it's kind of like eggy pancakes. Um, yeah, like grilled, grilled pancakes. Yeah, which you can have of. sweet or savory. Like whatever you want to do kind of um so yeah did we have that did we have something similar or is that the same thing no we no, had? no we had something different but like yeah. you can also eat this what we had with yeah. um, applesauce and it's very stuff. good so yeah. that's the egg dish give it a go sounds yummy looks yummy had something similar and it was yummy yeah. <laughs> it is really good it's really easy it's basically just ripped up pancakes it's really good exactly leave out the raisins if you're cool because raisins are disgusting yeah i mean i wouldn't have raisins in it yeah i mean maybe i'd give it a go i don't know i really don't like raisins you know so that's the egg dish. Give it a go. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And, uh, oh, yeah. What? Quick disclaimer. Okay. I'm also still ill. So my voice just sounds like shit. So this is me talking for now with an awful voice. I'm really sorry for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, another disclaimer. Um, for Vienna, there are going to be a lot of, well, Austrian slash German words and names because I generally couldn't find a, like an official English translation for the places. Okay. Um, so bear with me. I'm trying to say them slowly and explain what they mean. Also... <laughs> yeah, I just realized this is our second trip to Austria on the podcast. Yeah, it is. Because I talked about it when I went skiing and snowboarding. Exactly. Yeah. Which I haven't done. And so you haven't been to Vienna. Yeah, exactly. So here so, we are back again. Exactly. This from the mountains be... to the Vienna. <laughs> so hopefully this will be interesting for me as well, because I've never been. True. Well, should we get started? Let's get started. Marie, take <laughs> it away. Right. So summer 2018. Me and this is another shout out to one of my very good friends. Shout out to Antonia, my Ooh, babe. Hey. One of our biggest fans of the podcast. Our number one fan. <clears throat> well, a big fan. Maybe not yeah. number one, yeah. but she's up there. Amongst the number she's ones. She's amongst the number ones. She is so amazing. I absolutely love her. She's also one of the people I always like make absolutely sure I see when I'm back in Germany and visiting my friends. She's Ooh, so, so cool. Love that. She's really small. She's such a cool, a babe. Got, got it together woman. She's oh, absolutely we amazing. We love that. And she's a lot of fun. Yes. And I really love her and she's really cool. So big shout out to you, babe. I miss you and I can't wait to see you again. Um, and Vienna was really fucking cool with you. And I noticed this last night when I was taking the notes. I've been so lucky to have only been on trips with people who have been fucking amazing to travel with. Uh, uh, who, me? <laughs> yeah. Me? I've never been on a trip with someone where I later realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't have gone traveling with them because it wasn't that mm, much fun. That's quite good. That because, is a good realization. Yeah, because it is a bit of a risk. Because obviously, like, we've known each other not that long, actually, before we went to Amsterdam for the first time together. Um, so I feel like if you don't know someone for, like, years, it's kind of a risk. Because yeah. when you're traveling, you're just with them 24-7. 
It's almost like moving in with them for a little bit. I feel like it would be more of a risk if you were going for like <clears throat> more than a week or something like that. Because yeah. whenever we've gone together, I think the most we went was eight days to Venice. Yeah. And like Amsterdam was literally like two days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, faster doesn't count because we live together. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, now we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's, I've, I've been very lucky and been blessed with like really good, I shouldn't say, yeah. I've been very lucky to know very good people. I don't really say like, I don't like saying I've been, anyway. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Leaving yes. out that. Um, I've been away with like really cool people. Um, and Antonia was one of them. It was absolutely amazing to go with her. And even when like not that fun stuff happened to us, she dealt with it in a very cool way. And she was also someone who acknowledged and accepted my extreme need to go to museums and art places for hours so shout out for that shout out um so yeah we basically went to vienna together by bus because the german train system is shit <laughs> great <laughs> if you're from germany you feel my pain yeah because it takes a like ugh, it's just fucking awful they never on time they take ages to go anywhere and it's so extremely expensive so even if you think you're saving time you're not always saving time so we basically went by bus, which wasn't the greatest thing because we had to go via Prague and we actually had to stop in Prague. Okay, so how long was like the whole journey? Oh dear, um, like eight, seven, eight hours, something, okay. maybe even okay. longer. It wasn't too great. I would say that's not too bad though. Well, just you wait. <laughs> okay. So we got onto the bus. It was extremely full, really, really packed. Delicious. It, it smelled awful in the whole bus oh, because we went in love. summer <laughs> and it was just extremely awful. We went upstairs because um, it was like a double bus yeah, um, double and there was one seat left like one double seat left with a woman sitting in front of us and she had her seat leaning back to towards us and was sleeping on it or like not even sleeping she was awake sitting in it and we tried to like get into our seat but because her seat was leaning back so much I couldn't get in so I asked her and asked very politely sorry could you just lean your seat back forward because otherwise I can't sit here she got so angry <laughs> and just lost her shit and just started screaming at us. How dare we ask her? How dare we be so annoying to ask her to move his seat? And I just told her, look, lady, I'm sorry, but I literally can't sit in the seat unless you move. So please move. So get out. Because I want to go to Vienna as well. She got so pissed. <laughs> I want to go to Vienna as well. And so angry. And I just found her really annoying. She sounds cool. Exactly. Let's get her on. <laughs> it was just, it was so awful. Um, if you're listening to this, shape up and become all polite. Like, oh my God. <laughs> we want you on the show. God. Um, so yeah, we she got really, really furious with us. And we then went to Prague, like I said before. And I think we went pretty, like during the night or something, to get to Vienna in around noon. Okay, that's um, good. But we had a two-hour layover in Prague. <sighs> And I don't Two hours think... in Prague, though. No, at the bus station. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And there was nothing we could do about it, I think. Because I think we looked into it, and this was literally the best bus that we could find mm -hmm. at the time. It was really cold at the time. It was just we were like, wearing summery clothing. Because during the day, it got really hot. But at 7 a.m. or whatever time it was, it was really cold. So we were just sitting there freezing. There was nothing there. No coffee shop. Nothing was open at the time. Oh, God, that's so annoying. Exactly. And we just tried to sit there and not fall asleep and just talk to each other to kind of entertain each other. But we were both so tired like, uh... that we struggled between talking and also just not I, because we couldn't. I am surprised that there aren't any coffee places open at that time. Because one, 
how sad. And two, like imagine they would make they would have a market. I know. Again, it was not in Prague Center. It was somewhere in the no, like in the no middle of nowhere, yeah. near Prague. And we were just at the bus station where none of the coffee shops were open yet. Ugh, annoying. So that was absolutely awful. Perfect. Um, but yeah, after that, we actually did go to Prague and we made it. We didn't go to Prague, we went to Vienna. I'm sorry. <laughs> went to Prague a different time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did make it to Vienna. Our hostel, no, we did a, ho- yeah, we had a hotel actually. Mm-hmm. Fun story about that as well. Antonia and me, <laughs> Antonia and me are both kind of snobbish, <laughs> especially when booking hotels. Accommodation snobs. So we were extremely excited about getting four or five stars hotels in. Uh, <laughs> I love how you care so much, and I just really don't. exactly. That's why I'm mentioning it because Antonia is like oh, me, God. and she really cares about it as well. Maybe not as much as me, but she definitely jumps on the train when I initiate it. And, and I'm just like, let's get a shed. Oh, God, I just can't believe I mean, look, I mean, you say that, but whenever we look for hotels in new cities, you do like my ideas and my proposals I, I of do, really nice hotels. I do, but if I'm, if I'm, like, in charge of planning and stuff, which I, sw- I feel like we compromise a bit with this, <laughs> then I'm like, no, let's just go somewhere that's, like, cheap but livable. We don't need to like i do we don't need to stay in this like i mean if we can afford it why not because if you look well enough then you find hotels that you can afford which have like four or five stars and i'm like well why shouldn't i stay there if i can afford it but then i'm like but then if you don't then you can save that some of that money and use it in the city instead which is just personally i would rather do well i found hotels that i can afford and still spend money in this well some of us aren't well, I'm just, lo- she's just loaded. No, I'm not. She's sorry. She's just minted. I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, we found this hotel on booking.com because we looked quite far in advance, actually, called the Bentley Hotel, which was a five-star supreme Yeah, it sounds fancy. Hotel, which literally had golden interiors in the rooms. And it was such a cheap deal, but it was unfortunately only a one-day deal or a one-week deal. And like I said, we looked so far in advance that we said we were only going to book in, say, five weeks or something. And we didn't have the time or money at the time to book it. Mm. So we couldn't do it. So by the time we checked back, unfortunately, that one was gone. And we'd also found another one, which was also a five-star Supreme, also for a really good price. But that one, too, was gone when we checked again. So that was a bit unfortunate. But to be fair, we never really planned to do this. It was just funny because it came up for a normal price. And we said it would be so funny if we stayed up living there. You know, yeah, yeah. If we ended up staying there, not stayed up, up living there, living there forever. What? No, if we ended up staying there for a really good price, that would have been really funny. Yeah, basically. But, but I'm, we, but I'm guessing <clears throat> you didn't. No, unfortunately not. We started a really good hotel. We stayed in uh, Leopoldstadt, which okay. is the artsy, trendy, hipster kind of oh part God. of the She's city. She's so awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Most of the time, when you look up parts of cities online, and it says trendy hipster indie artsy it's just another term it's just a nice way of saying not as nice as the rest of the city (laughs) yeah which is really true um in this case it it was really nice it was just i would say not as extremely posh as the rest of the city just because vienna's internal city like the city center is so Mm, posh yeah and so rich so it was really nice just not as extreme as that yeah yeah, it was sure. still very nice and very livable and really close to the city center, um, which already brings me to my first point. The streets of Vienna, I had another look at my photos last night to 
trail for bed and memories and round up all the places we went to. It's actually insane. I forgot how insane the streets and the city are. Wait, what do you mean? Just rich. Oh, just like rich, bougie, yeah. Just, just so imposing and so magnificently beautiful. It's so just rich and booty and just so amazing. The architecture is stunning mm. and the streets are just absolutely beautiful. Oh, amazing. We love that. Like I said, it's a really rich city and you can really see that. Um, it got to the point where I looked at it and... I thought this might be a city where I may even like to live. Oh, okay. Interesting. Definitely go back. For now, I'm definitely staying in bigger cities. My heart goes out to London and New York. Yes. And the big metropoles. Aim so, high. Exactly. So Vienna definitely isn't that. But it's just so beautiful that if I was engaged in a really passionate art job that for some reason brought me to Vienna for a few months to stay and live and work there, I wouldn't mind. I find it really cool. Yeah, I'm just looking it up now and it actually looks insane. It is. Like, now I see what you mean. It is. It is really beautiful. Like I said, I actually wouldn't mind staying there. I would say the general mindset and the general vibe of the city wouldn't be something that I would love to live mm -hmm. in forever. Yeah. It's not the best I've been to, but again, for a temporal stay, mm, yeah. for a change of set, it would definitely be something ideal where I could stay. Um so we did a lot of cultural things while we were there because Vienna is an insanely cultural city. And if you think you have enough time to see it all, you really don't. We didn't see everything and we still tried to do as much as we possibly could. How long were you there? I forgot. Um, four days, I okay, think. Fine. I think it was three or four nights. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we, like I said, we did a lot of cultural things. Yeah. Um, so just to get started with the couple, yes. we went to Belvedere Castle, for okay. example, which yeah. is one massive castle complex in the city. And yeah. it's just, it's so beautiful. Mm. It's just breathtaking. I love castles. I love art museums and I love castles because not just in a normal way, I just love walking around there and dwelling in the old halls and just imagining how life was back then. I mean, probably not great for everyone. To romanticize it a bit, I like imagining I was a royal and these these were my halls because mm. it's really nice. Oh my god, it actually looks amazing. It's so beautiful. They also have art galleries in there. They have art museums in there. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah. The whole gardens, <clears throat> it's just so, so beautiful and so stunning. Um, we also went to the first really long word. Um Really, it's it's really weird to say this in English and then say the German name because okay. of the because of the gender of the well we the, went yeah. to the, it's called Kunsthistorisches Museum Wien <laughs> which is not even a long word if you're German you know this isn't even a long word it's basically the um, art historic museum of Vienna okay um, and it has classic art in it basically yeah. and it's a magnificently imposing building as well just have a look at it on google you will see what i mean i'll have a look yeah. um so all the architecture in there all the halls all the the entire building itself is so absolutely stunning to have an art museum itself is already beautiful but the art museum itself is already art it's it's, it's yeah insane. like the architecture and the way it's built it's so beautiful. The the marble, the columns, the statues, it's all so beautiful. And it was just so marvelous to just go through and be in. Another castle we went to, which is probably one of the most famous ones in, like, definitely Vienna, if not in the world, is Castle Schönbrunn or Schloss Schönbrunn, which is even bigger than Belvedere, even more imposing. Mm. It's a little bit outside of Vienna, which just tells you that it's even bigger. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just, it's, it's honestly insane. It's so beautiful. We went through all of the royal rooms that you can visit and it's honestly insane. And for some reason, why well, I looked it up last night, I was just thinking to myself, like, obviously it's not even a real thing. I don't know why this just popped to my mind, but I was thinking to myself, imagine if you visit your friend and you don't know them that well yet. And they, and you ask them, oh yeah, you want to hang out after school, after uni? And they say, yeah, just come by my family home. We can chill there. And you say, oh yeah, just give me the address. And they give you the address and you come up and this is the house you go to. What's your address? Schönbrunn Palace. And you just come there and you sit there and you're like, um, are you the queen Neither. of something? It's nice, nice to be here. Is, a, is, is that right? I don't know why this popped in my mind. Probably because also quick shout out to the show Sex Education. I was literally thinking that. Um, because what's her name with the, with the oh, nice Amy. house? Amy. Amy. Thank you. I haven't. Apologies. I only recently started watching it. Because of me. Exactly. It's <laughs> so good. Please watch Sex Education. If, if you, you haven't, you really need to. Exactly. <laughs> and Amy's house. I mean, Amy's house isn't Castle Schönbrunn. It's not nearly no, that no, no. big. It's but been... it's still <laughs> insanely beautiful. Speaking of normal house terms, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. And I just had that feeling when you turn up to her house, you probably stand there and say like, and think okay. to yourself, wow. I am in a palace. <laughs> that's um it's a house that normal people have. Yeah. So I just thought of that and I thought Schönbrunn would take it a step further. So that was definitely really, really beautiful. Again, Good. I love castles and yes. I just love being there and going through them. So I definitely love these two trips. To be fair, it was definitely set in stone by Antonia and me that these were the places that we definitely needed to go to. Because if you go to Vienna and you visit these places, it's kind of your own fault because Vienna is so famous for them. So Yeah, so you've obviously got to go see them. Exactly. So I think we can put in some disasters yes, right here now. And one of them... I want to know what went to shit. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> so this actually didn't happen until a little bit later, but I can still talk about it now. Yes. While we were at one of the main places in Vienna, um, meaning um, just roundabout in the city, it's called yes! Stephansplatz. Um, near the Stefan's Dome, which I'm also going to talk about, which mm -hmm. is just St. Stefan's Dome, is what it's called. And it's just the place around the St. Stefan's Dome. Yeah. There was this weird guy handing out flyers for some kind of event or something. And he tried talking to us. And I remember just standing there and being like, no, no, it's fine. It's just we don't need one. Antonia <laughs> was so nice that she got one from him and then started talking to him. And I tried fending him off. It was just so funny because Antonia kept being like, yes, yeah, okay. And I, whenever he talked to us, I was the one being like, mm, mm, mm. I never said anything. And I tried communicating non-verbally with Antonia, trying to tell her, look, just let this guy why are you talking to him we don't have time i mean and we don't even want to talk to him he was really weird and really gross i mean there's nothing wrong with that being just a bit sociable i don't know why you would just talk to this weird guy who was trying so hard to get into our pants Wait, not sorry what lie. were the flyers i don't even know it was for some kind of event in the church like some mass or ma whatever you mass. call it mass in the evening and i said sorry we're not religious we don't go to church so we're not really interested also we don't have time because we have stuff planned. And then and then Antonia gave him her mobile number. Oh, what? She has a boyfriend. She's had a boyfriend for years. Yes, but that doesn't mean she was flirting with him. No, of course she, no, of course she wasn't. That's not what I'm applying. 
But he thought that. And I later asked her, why would you give him your number? Now he's thinking that you're interested, which clearly you're not. Because A, he's gross. B, you're with someone. C, you're like 10 levels above him. And D, he was really weird. So why would you? And she literally looked at me and said, I don't really know. I'm just too nice. And I said, well, yeah, you are. You just need to shape up and be a bit more like, no, sorry, but leave us alone, you creep. Um, And then later the day, she got a message from him, Mm. looked at the chat and accidentally called him. And he actually asked oh us a couple God. of times if we were around and were ready to go, like, were up for going to out for drinks. <laughs> oh, my God. And I and Antonia at some point was like, should we actually? And I was like, no, yes, of course we won't. I'm not spending another time with this weird guy. I think he sounds like Oh, my fun. God. It was so weird. And I just love how she gave him her number. It was just so funny. And he was really weird and I did not enjoy this. And I felt kind of, I mean, I didn't feel bad actually, but I just loved how I was so on the defense and I just so defensive and just not talking to him at all. Antonia was being so nice. He must have thought, why is this really nice person going to places with such an absolute bitch? And I didn't even mind because he was weird. And ladies, you don't need to put up with these kinds of guys if they just talk to you in the middle of the street, really, I think. But you can be sociable if you want to. I mean, there's no reason to be with this kind of guy, really, because, again, he was just trying to get with one of us and we weren't interested. So Delicious. No, (laughs) really, a reason for that. So, God. After that, obviously, we went into the St. Stefan's Dome. Um, oh, so cathedral, sorry, St. Stephen's Cathedral is what it's called in English, mm-hmm. um, which is, well, a beautifully magnificent, imposing cathedral on the city, in the city center, which was really, really beautiful. Had a look around there. We didn't go into the Mozart apartment, but obviously Mozart has his famous apartment in Vienna. Yeah. So we had a look on the outside, but we didn't have time to go inside, sadly. Um, same with the Vienna State Opera. We also had a look on the outside. Also didn't make it inside because we didn't have time. I also don't think, um, yeah, because normally if you're not that well versed with operas, basically what happens in summer, operas stop playing because they have a summer break, basically. And even if you want to see productions, some of the really big operas do reruns or they do um, concerts, but almost all of them do no productions, no big productions at all whatsoever. So there weren't even any on that we could have seen, sadly. Um, same, or like, we also saw the Wiener Musikverein from the outside, which is, I don't know how to really translate this. It's the, I would say like music club, but club sounds so casual. It's a massive concert hall and it's a massive, con- like classic music venue mm. in Vienna. Cause obviously Vienna is so famed for classic art, classic culture, classic music, opera, anything like that. So that was really nice to see from the outside as well. We had just a little look around there. And before I go on to more classic things, there's obviously another really famous part of Vienna, which is called the Prater. And it's a fun fair, basically. It's a fun fair in the middle of the city and you have lots of rides on it. You have food stalls. It's kind of, if you know Winter Wonderland in London, think that, think not winter themed and smaller, I would say smaller, in Vienna. A baby version. I think so. I don't want to say anything wrong. Maybe it's not smaller. I think it's smaller. Don't I remember? And it's there all year round. And it's really famous for Vienna. So we went there in the evening. And 
<laughs> this is basically why the next disaster happened. Because I am normally not that big of a fan of roller coasters, not gonna lie. I'm especially not a big fan of free fall towers. Oh my god, I mm. love them. They're my favorite ones. I really don't, just because I'm not scared or anything. I just don't like the physical feeling of free falling. You know, this kind of surge that you get in your stomach. I really hate that. But I feel like that's good because, I mean, I know which, like, what feeling you mean. But, like, that for me is more of a thrill than roller coasters. I love mm. roller coasters. But um, having, like, a free fall is more thrilling because there's literally nothing hold. Like, mm. like you're literally falling from nothing. There's no yeah. control. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like the feeling. It's literally just the physical feeling that I really dislike. So... I went on a roller coaster, which, oh God, what was it? It was like laying, I think, or something. It, I was either laying or <laughs> I was just strapped on my back. So my limbs were free, for, like hanging free and I wasn't sitting anywhere. Or I was, I was in some weird position. Like I said, I was either laying or strapped basically free just with my back strapped to something and it was really fast but not gonna lie I kind of liked it it was over really quickly and I was more confused because it just kept rattling me around for a while and then it was over and I was just sitting there like wow that was that was intense that was interesting that was intense and fast and kind of wild but okay I didn't dislike it sounds a bit like something else but I swear it went just on the roller coaster um so that was fun and then Antonia did a free fall tower all fine, all good. Then we did a, um, God, I don't know what it's called. What's it called if you have these, um, oh my God, what is it called? How do I explain this? If you have these little cabins, <laughs> oh, bless sorry, you, sorry. it's fine. <laughs> if you have these little seats that you sit in and they are attached with chains to a main pole and the pole swings and they oh, go around. It's called like, I don't really know, like they, they have different names for it, but like sometimes they're called like a twister or just like mm. a flying, like, I don't know, sometimes it's just like a... I don't really know. There's not really a name for it. I think it varies. I love that there's a German name for it. Anyway, I love those. They're one of my favorite rides, just because I love the sensation of them, um, physically. And then afterwards, Antonia went on another freefall tower. And this... Oh, wait, I found a name oh. for it. What's it called? <laughs> well, either it's called like a swing ride, or like yeah. one of the things they have here is a charoplane. Oh, love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Anyway, Antonia went on another freefall tower. However, this time it was a bit more intense because I think it was called overdrive speed something. <clears throat> and what it did, right. it pulled you up a couple times and plunged you down, then pulled you up halfway, spun you around, plunged you down. It was really wild. It's a bit intense. <laughs> I know. And after that, she just came down and I thought, uh oh, something's not right. And she just almost collapsed next to me and she said, Marie, I'm gonna throw up i'm gonna oh, die no. she felt so awful afterwards she was immediately just if you flicked a switch so nauseous almost blacked out she could just sit there hold her hand face in her hands she, she was feeling so bad and i told her honestly i don't blame you because i would have been worse if i would have been on that ride oh so did she go on on her own yeah oh you didn't yeah, go on no. it. Oh, i was there and i told her look babe you can go on that no one's gonna get me on that one I'm going to wait down here until you're done. Actually, I did another ride in the meantime. Yeah. And I said, look, I, d no one in the world is getting me on this thing. I'll no go way. on it next time. <clears throat> um, if you want to die, then yeah. 
So she was not feeling great afterwards at all whatsoever. And it got to the point where it got so bad that we actually had to leave and go back home. Oh, no. And she, could, she, she couldn't walk. She literally couldn't walk. And we had to sit there and wait for, I think, 40 minutes or 30 minutes for her to just... I bought her some yeah. water. She just had to calm down. And then I said, look, we have to get back at some point. So just lean on me. Um... I'm going to try and carry because Antonia is quite lo quite tall and I'm quite short. So I said, look, it's going to be very uncomfortable for you to lean on me because I'm like two stories below you when it comes to height. Mm. But I'm going to try and stretch so that you, <laughs> you can reach down and lean on me. Oh. And I'm just going to try and drag you home. I'm also not a really strong person. So if anyone tries to lean on me, even if they're smaller than me, I'm trying my best. I'm not the best person to carry anyone because I'm physically really weak. <laughs> but you did your best exactly um she's fierce but she's weak but she's fierce so i tried to get antonia home as well as possible she tried to walk as best as she could so we got her home at some point it wasn't also too close to us so we actually had to take two trams oh God. we had to take like two metros subways whatever and it was a bit weird because i asked antonia and said look are you okay with going on them but on the other hand, you kind of have to go on them. Because, <laughs> Are you okay if not too bad? <laughs> well, because I said, well, look, the other option is we can take a taxi, but that too would include you. In transport. In like, transport. Yeah. And we can't walk because it was, I think, like a 90-minute walk or something. Oh, God, yeah. So she said, no, car would actually be worse because it would be more bumpy than yeah, exactly. a metro, which just goes straight if you're lucky. Yeah. So we did go on the metro. It was not fun. We had to get off a stop early and then well, walk home. Because she felt ill. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, no. Um, and then walked home, and it was not fun. But yeah, I. But just, you made it. We did make it, and I, yeah, we we managed to get Antonia home. I just remember walking down the street, and she asking me, "How far is it?" And I said, "You can see the hotel. Look, it's <laughs> down the street. You so can near, see yeah, it." So far. Um, so we made it there, and then she just lay down and had some water. I think she was just really dizzy in her head. So I think basically just laying down and having some water really helped already. There was nothing actually physically wrong with her. She was probably just exhausted. It was probably also the heat because it was really hot while we were there. Mm. So she may have just been really down from the whole day. And then this just... Oh, uh, dehydrated maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that just added the cherry on top. Love that. I think actually when we went back to the hotel, she felt better quite quickly. Oh, but... yeah. Probably like a lie down. Yeah. Yeah. She just recovered. Fresh quickly. air, I feel, is so good. So simple, but so helpful for when you're feeling like that. I mean, you say that, but we didn't really have that much fresh air because it was really hot. So even during the night, the air was quite humid and quite dense and yeah, quite warm. Yeah, but as in, like, it's probably nicer. Like, you know, if you have a hangover or something, mm, yeah. what I find really helps is if, like, you have some fresh air. Yeah. Like, it, and that's it's as simple as that. So I feel like at least she got that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She got a lot of that, actually. Yeah. Um, so we did manage to get her home and that was all good and she felt better on the next day already so there was nothing like yeah so it was nothing that. significant like nothing critical <laughs> exactly I also told her look next day we're going to take it slow tell yeah. me if you're not feeling up to it Yeah. and she was still a little bit dizzy but she was fine and we could continue with the program we didn't go back to the Prata though and I said I don't blame you <laughs> yeah um, another fun note on this um, fact there was a building that we could see from our apartment which was really cool because during the night when it got dark it had a projection on it that kept changing and it was a video projection on the whole building oh what, of what <clears throat> so that's a good question wait 2018 that was I think the 
football like soccer world cup oh okay i think because aren't we this year having the european soccer cup or whatever oh, it's called? i have no idea i do not follow sports <clears throat> neither do i this is literally the only event i kind of watch because i think it's kind of interesting mm. um i think we had like the soccer world cup or whatever it's even called so we had projections of soccer's playing soccer on there it was just silhouettes and pecs like pixelated outlines of soccer players basically mm, yeah and i think it said fifa soccer cup or something on it and it was quite cool I if don't... anything it's nice to look at exactly they also had colorful projections we really never figured out why it was just really cool we tried to figure it out i think and we thought why would they surely there's a reason behind it because it's quite expensive to keep this whole building lit the whole night especially with such an elaborate design or display but yeah we never really found out oh, okay maybe mm -hmm. someone was just having a lot of money and trying to give just like, something nice it. Yeah, I'm just going to light up this building. I mean, honestly, fair Fucking enough. Fucking try and stop me. Yeah, fair enough, really. So, continuing from that, <laughs> after that, we um, did something quite fun, which, again, is something that especially Antonia and me enjoyed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we went luxury shopping. Oh, and when I say shopping, I mean just window you shopping. You mean just looking. <laughs> but basically, both of us are really into Yves Saint Laurent, Gucci, Louboutin, um, all of these places, basically, all of these brands, we really love them and we would buy them empty if we could. So we obviously saw loads of them in Vienna, especially in the main city core and center. So at some point we said, should we just go inside and should, should we just have a look? And we said, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to kick us out. They're going to tell us we won't be able to come in, which they didn't do. Mm -hmm. So I think we went to Gucci, we went to Louboutin, because Antonia loves that. And we you went... bought something at every shop. Exactly. We went to Yves Saint Laurent, looked at some boots, looked at some belts, some bags. It was really cool and it was really nice. And it was some quite intense security. However, however it wasn't as bad as in Milan, where Carla, who I mentioned before my friend went to, and wasn't actually even allowed in the store. Even if Keeping she... the riffraff out. Literally. She looks so nice. Like Carla looks really nice and polished whenever she goes anywhere. And even she wasn't let in, yeah. which is such a joke. It is a joke. So oh, at well. least they let us in. Um, imagine actually them not letting anyone in, and they actually would have spent a million or yeah. something in the store. Well, literally, well, that's the thing. You don't know how much money someone has. I think they have a radar for that. I think if you literally work in that store eight hours, five days a week, I think you develop a kind of radar, and you see who's dressing down because they have the money to dress down and who's actually not being able mm. to afford it. Yeah. I think basically just from the body language, from the looks and from the demeanor that people give you and from the look they give the store when they walk past, I think they can tell yeah, for sure. who is being. Sure. I think if you just super casually walk by the Gucci and just literally pop in there as if you were to pop in into a supermarket, I think they can tell that. Yeah. Because um, it's literally that job. So that was quite fun. Um Pretty nearby was something that I really wanted to do. Antonia, not so much, but it was fine. She did. Where did she go? I think she went to like another art gallery in the meantime. Okay. Or she went to the shops again. So one thing that I absolutely wanted to see is the Spanish writing school, which is, <laughs> we basically took a tour around there. I don't remember everything they told us, but it is a really famed writing school where they work with um, Lipizzan horses or Lipizzana, as you call them in Austrian, which is a very special, very expensive, high-quality breed that they use exclusively at the Spanish Riding School to train them in special 
people's performances. Categories and... Basically. Yeah. Um, Equestrian shows. Exactly. It's called classical... Is it dressage? Is that yeah, dressage, yeah. Dressage. And they have shows and performances at the Hofburg, which is a performance place with mm. a arena at the Spanish Riding School. And we saw the horses there. And I don't know how you feel about horses, but I love horses. Yeah, I like horses. The thing is, I do like horses as well. And I actually used to ride mm. um, horses. So did I. But then we figured out I was allergic. Mm. Um, but that was when I was younger. And then mm. more recently, like, I think the last time I rode horses was like three years ago, mm. maybe four. Um, and I'm still really, like, insanely badly allergic. So mm. I just stay away. <laughs> Oh, that's such a shame because I love horses. I also do, like used to do horse riding. Um, I even used to do bareback riding at some time, which was really cool. And I just love horses, and I would love to do that more. But like, since we obviously live in London, that isn't really <laughs> such an yeah, easy not so possible. Yeah, for us. I mean, we could do it, but I think it would be not very the best environment. I feel. I mean, you can probably just take a train and go somewhere outside of the city and do it. Yeah, yeah. If but you then really want to, not in London. Yeah. Um, you have to go quite far in some of the lines probably and it would take ages but anyway i love horses i really wanted to go there and it was really interesting to see because it was basically built by the Habsburg monarchy back Mm -hmm. in the days yeah um it's called spanish riding school because the spanish horses back in the days were used as one base to breed the lipizzana horses okay which are normally slovenian like they come from slovenia Mm -hmm. they were called they were named after a province called Lipica, probably how you say it. Yeah. It's now called Triste or Triste or however you say it in Slovenian pronunciation. And it's really, really cool. And it's a really high stakes training ground. Also, interestingly enough, traditionally only men train and perform with the horses there. But there has never been an official ban on women to perform there. There's oh. never been women. Oh. But now since um 28, oh, 28, since 2008, um two women actually joined. Okay, go, you join. Exactly, an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old have okay. actually joined. Um the first woman to do so in 436 years. Oh my god. It's just insane. Can I just quickly insert this is just showing how sorry for the quick feminist run, but this is just showing how <laughs> they don't even have to be laws against women. There's just such a deeply implemented sexism in our society that just some positions are naturally just not open to women because why should they be? And it's just so informed and traditions that, like, especially back in the days, there was no ban on it, but people just said, no, obviously women just can't join because why should they? So well, now here it is open. <clears throat> yeah, well, two women's better than nothing, I guess, but we still have a long way to go. But it's it's really cool that they have two women to join. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee so you can yeah. say something if you want yeah. to. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, yeah, okay, yeah, two women have joined. But, like, it's not like they're stopping anyone, any other women. So if any other women also want to join. Um, I think, well, they're not di- directly stopping them. But I, we heard something in the tour, I think, that it's harder for women to get in because of the physical... Um, um, Endurance? I don't know. Um, requirements, that's the word. Oh, okay. That they have in some ways... Or body requirements or something where they said they shouldn't be um, as hard. Basically, it's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it because I don't have that much knowledge on it. Yeah, okay. <coughs> I just think it's cool and they should let more women join, basically. I'm going to say, though, it's cu- I think it's very hard to join anyway, to be a writer to join the school. So yeah. that just said, 
from the front on. Something I was also concerned about was that the horses were not kept or like were not like the treatment of the horses. The the treatment would be very harsh because from what I got in the public image and public eye is that it's a really high stakes, insanely strict, mm. very stern score with a lot of discipline, which it is, but I think more for the uh, humans, not for the horses. For the horses, it's actually really, really nice. And I hope this is just true and that they don't tell us lies or anything. But from what we heard, basically, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I think they just trained for them with them for two to four hours on three days a week or two days a week, then they spent a lot of time letting the horses walk in a special um, walking area where they basically warm up or cool down after training. Mm. <clears throat> Afterwards, they're just kept in the outside areas of the stables. And for most of the year, actually, they are kept in a off-site outside of Vienna where they have massive meadows. And what they do is basically just stay on the meadows. Yeah. And stay on the countryside and stay there. And just for a very short time of the year, they come to the Spanish riding school and get trained there, but also not for that many hours during a day. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. If that all is true, the horses are treated really nicely, which I found really, really which cool. We, yeah, that's, that's ideal. Exactly. And I think it was just a very good big question of natural working balance between human and horse, because it needs to naturally click. Yeah. And they also said it's really not like it's really important that the horse has a natural will <coughs> to perform and isn't too rebellious. Although they did have um, um, male horses who were a bit more rebellious, but yeah. But in was, general, that was quite interesting. Yeah, like Good. I said, I, I I found that really interesting. And oh my god, I just it was just so funny because we were, were let into the stables. <coughs> I apologize. And the horses were literally treated like celebrities. Well, good. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we were not allowed to touch them at all. Or guide who was with us basically told us no touching of the horses whatsoever. However, the stables, are the walkway in the stables was quite narrow. So as we stood there, a group of, I think, 10 to 20 people, the horses kept sticking their nose out and touching our shoulders. And we were obviously not allowed to touch them. So everyone would just inch away from the horses. Oh, bless them. And be like, oh, I can't, I, I can't touch you. And at some point, when the guide wasn't looking, I gave one of the horses a really quick pat on the nose. And was like, <gasps> you I rebel. I was like, I love you. Hi there. I want to, I want to pet you. And I gave the other one like another like little stroke on the nose. And I was like, I'm not allowed to, but there you go. I'm not I, allowed, but here's some I love. I love you. And then they were like, Yeah, move away from the horses. No touching, like not to me, but like to the other people. And everyone <laughs> just inch in the middle and be like, Okay, sorry, they keep touching okay. us. I can just imagine these horses making taking the absolute piss out of humans and be like, Oh, look, these weird naked like things are back who kind of ride us, but this is like the peasant version of them. So let's just boop them. And they freak out when we boop them. Boop. So I generally imagine these really posh horses standing next to each other and be like, Reginald, let's boop some of these naked creatures coming in. Let's see how they panic. Exactly. <laughs> so that was really fun. Silly horses. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> if you like horses into that, then definitely have a look. Mm, I yeah. really, really liked it. Um, yeah. Other than that, we also went to the Nashmarkt. But which what is, is that? basically like a oh god how do you translate this really loosely translated i would say it's kind of like a treat market which is basically a huge food market oh i love that and they have loads of treats obviously love there like loads market. of um sweet stuff and just loads of amazing food 
So we had quite a good amount of food there. And it's just like really famous. It's a really, really famous food market in Vienna. Mm. And it was really delicious. And yeah, like And I what said, did you buy? I don't remember. I'm sorry, but I really don't remember. <sighs> I know this hurts you. I can't. I mean, recall. it doesn't hurt me. I'd probably forget as well. <laughs> yeah. If it was from two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I actually can't recall where we got, but it was really delicious. And if you go there, especially in summer, it's definitely worth going. We also <clears throat> went to a restaurant. I can actually recommend two restaurants or like two Yeah, cafes. please do. One restaurant, it's just a really random one. It's called Midi Restaurant, like M-I-D-I okay. restaurant. And what food was that? French, actually. Ooh. I think it was a Parisian slash French restaurant. It was really, like, it was just really small. It was really not bougie, not big, not famous at all. The only reason I think we went would, was because it was on our way from the hotel. And we saw it one time as we were walking into the city in the morning. Kind of like these nice restaurants in... Um, um, on our street, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of like Bermondsey Street, you know. Like kind of like nice, cool, independent. Exactly, which we just saw, and like the ones at Bermondsey Street aren't particularly famous. We just go there because we saw them, and they look really cool. So nice, right? Yeah. Same with that, and we just had some really good food there. We just had some really good brunch there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was really good, and then obviously, I know it's really expensive and it's really overfamed and overhyped, but I think it's worth it. It's called Cafe Zacher. I don't know if you know Sacher Torte. I don't. It's called Sacher Cake, and it's a really, really famous chocolate cake, and mm. a really, 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 really famous Austrian slash Vienna um, based cake. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, they have that cafe there. It's insanely expensive. It's it's really expensive, but it's really, really, really good. We had food. It, it was actually insane. Um, so if you want to treat someone with some good treats from Vienna, then, I mean, yeah, just get them a cake. And if you want to treat yourself, just honestly, just get yourself a piece of cake. It's not that bad. Yeah, just have some cake. <clears throat> exactly. Um, so that is what we did. Another thing that happened, which was quite funny, was as we were walking to, to the luxury stores another day, because um, the Hofburg and this band riding score are kind of the city center that we went to every day. So we passed there, like we walked past there quite a lot of times, also because we went around the museum part of the city. Um, and at one point, they had like massive road blockages there and with lots of guards and policemen standing there and w- helicopters circling around. And we just approached and said, well, is something wrong? Should we be worried? And I said, oh, no, no, don't worry. We just had to close the road down. And we asked them and asked why, what that, then why did you have to do it? And they said, no, 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 we we can't tell you. There's just some someone's coming. And we said, someone's coming. And we said, okay, can't you just tell us? Can't you just tell us why the road is blocked? Can't you just say, like, you, you don't have to name names, but can't you just say someone famous or some mm. politician is coming or something? And they just kept being really secretive and kept saying, no, no, we can't, we can't tell you that. It's it's non-disclosure. We, we, we can't say. We, we, we can't. We can't I mean, say. Fair. I mean, I know, but they could have. They could have at least said something like someone important is coming, or that's the security service of someone. Some politician is coming. They could have just said something like that. But they were so secretive that we said, "Has something happened, or is someone? What is happening?" And at some point, they kept confusing us and kept being like, "No, we we can't say anything. We can't tell you anything." Um, what we thought and what we think to this day is some politician was coming. Okay. 
because we saw massive black cars approaching in the back and massive police cars following them. So I think it was either national or international politician coming up. And did you ever find out? No, we actually didn't. I think we Googled it and we couldn't really find it. I think we genuinely spent time Googling and ask, like looking up who's coming to Vienna. For some reason, we didn't really find anything. Maybe it was just something not that in <clears throat> like not that mm. major then. Yeah, yeah, that's what we thought as well. We said it can't be an international state visit. So I think we conducted it with some important normal national politician who was just coming. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah, I, I, I think actually that we had a look, but we couldn't find anything. We actually checked the news and nothing was on. So mm, Maybe it was just an accident. I don't know. No, I, I think it was genuinely some politician coming or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a bit weird because it was really intense for some for, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this whole city just felt very, oof, like very intense. Um, so that was quite fun. And then after that, we just spent some time near our hotel. We went to a bar by the beach because they have a little canal running through there. And they have a, well, a, a beach. They have a little artificial beach yeah. at the riverside where you could just sit and chill. And that's what we did. Did you have some cocktails? We did. Yeah. We had actually some very nice cocktails sitting there. I think we did it two days in a row, two nights in a row. Oh, okay. Because why not? Exactly. I definitely think during the last night um, slash evening, we had... Little farewell drinks. Yeah. We had drinks there. We had food there. And it was really nice. And yeah, we saw another cool building there called Hundertwasser House. Okay. And what is that? Um, it's just an artist who's really famous called Hundertwasser. He's oh, okay. famous for his really colorful paintings. Yeah. Um, and kind of abstract paintings. So there's just a house that looks like one of his paintings. And yeah. it's really colorful, squiggly, um, and abstract looking from the outside. Yeah. And it's just famed for that. Oh, it's... so you didn't go in? You just like no, saw? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just looked from the outside. Um, like I said, we didn't have time to go to any to everything. To everything, yeah. Unfortunately, they also have a natural history museum, which we didn't make. Oh, that would have been so cool. I know. I actually re think, oh God, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, I think we actually had to, we created a list and had to narrow it down to a couple museums because we generally didn't have the time to go to all of them because mm. I we packed in as much as we possibly could and we just didn't have time for everything. Better to have too much, <clears throat> I would say, than too little. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So it definitely is worth coming back to Vienna and I would definitely go back. Yeah. And I would recommend anyone who goes, go for a while because I think for Vienna, you may make the mistake of thinking, oh, it's a quite small city. You don't need to stay there for that long. You can do it all in a couple of days. No, don't be fooled. There's so much to do in Vienna, so much to explore. Um, just in Schönbrunn alone, you can stay for a whole day if you would so please. Mm. So take your time <coughs> and stay for a couple of days. It will definitely be worth your time. So that does not yet conclude Vienna because on the <laughs> yeah. way back... Sorry? Oh, no, I was just going to ask while you were still there, is there any other places that you went that you haven't already talked about? Um, I'm just having a think and look and no, there actually aren't. Okay, cool. We just walked around the museums, like the bit with the, all the museums. Yeah. Um, had to look at the gardens, had to look at the museums and spent a lot of time there. I remember it was really warm as well and that wasn't always fun um we did ha have dinner and coffee at other places one of them i don't really want to recommend because it wasn't that great and oh, we didn't yeah. we ended up not really liking it and i don't really remember what we did for dinner all the time you know yeah mm. normally do you did you go out for dinner each night or did yeah, you yeah. Oh, okay fine yeah 
because we stayed in a hotel. But I don't, I don't have all of them saved on my Google Maps, and I don't remember all of them. Mm. I think, oh yeah, that must have been Vienna, because for one time we went to a restaurant where we watched sports, where we watched soccer. Mm-hmm. Saying that must have been Vienna because that was when that happened. Yeah. But a, I can't remember the restaurant, and b, I can't actually remember if it was caught or not. <laughs> so best not risk. Exactly. Um, I don't know. It would. It definitely wasn't awful because that I would remember. Mm. But I don't know if it was actually really good or just mediocre. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I think the location was quite nice. Yeah. Okay. Good. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, carry on with what you were saying about the journey back. Did you yeah. Say? I think on the way back, we actually took a direct bus because that we could do. And I think that was also kind of a remedy for us when we booked the bus. So we said, look, at least on the way back, we can take a direct bus. Was it much quicker on the way back then? I mean, seven versus nine hours, I think. Oh, okay, fair. So it makes sense that it's that time difference, but it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Or like not too great. However, we wanted to sleep because I think we went back during the night or something. Yeah. Um, Or we went back really late. Oh, yeah. We went back... Yeah, we went back really late, I think, at around midnight or something, so that we would get back to Germany, so that we had enough time. So first of all, so that we had <coughs> as much time in Vienna as possible, obviously, while still being able to get to the actual bus, because Vienna is in London, so the nightly transport, public transport isn't too great. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So we wanted to make sure to get to the bus station in time, and easily as well. So we, I think, looked at the latest transport possibilities that are still easy and went with that time I'm sorry and went back and wanted to sleep on the bus the bus was so cold oh no it was actually ridiculous it was so freezing Mm. and we were of course wearing super short clothes because it was so warm so hot outside yeah exactly we were literally wearing like strap tops and hot pens and whatnot it was actually freezing it was insane i think we even asked the driver to turn up the heat and he said no we can't or he won't because he doesn't want to be hot (laughs) i think we actually got him to turn up two degrees or something it did not make a difference at all we of course couldn't sleep for one single hour at least i couldn't i think antonia got some sleep in I, if you know me, I am extremely delicate and extremely sensitive with my sleep. So if anything is a, a tiny bit off, I'm I just like, won't nope. be able to sleep. Exactly, which isn't fun, which is not something I consciously do, which is just something annoying about my body. Yeah. So I could not get to sleep, and it was actually awful. And what made it worse, for some reason, Antonia and me did not sit next to each other. So we sat behind each other, and two guys sat next to us, and the guy sitting next to me kept falling asleep on top of me. And he kept falling on my shoulder and sleeping on my shoulder. And I was actually... And you were like, yes. Thinking that was such a joke. Because another fun fact about me is that I hate body contact. Especially with strangers. It's just... Ugh. I'm one of those people, if you touch me on the tube, if you... Like, like if you just, if, if, if some stranger touches me on the tube, I kind of start to like tense and be like, oh... Obviously, in the tube, you can't always step away because, you know, it's the tube. Yeah. But I still hate it. And whenever someone casually brushes past me, it's just, oh, oh, no, oh. So that in the bus was just so awful. I can remember sitting there just so tense and trying to push him off and trying to, like, scurry as close to the window as possible and trying to, like, get away from him. But he kept falling asleep on top of, like, on my shoulder. Like, not in a battery or something. It just kept, you know, falling. And you were loving it. 
falling over and it was actually awful. And then that led <clears throat> to you and him dating. Exactly. <laughs> and now you're married. <clears throat> exactly. Happy ever after. A romantic story. <clears throat> um, so yeah, if that guy's listening... That didn't listening... actually happen. <laughs> so if that guy's listening, that weird lady you kept falling asleep on, yes, she actually hated it. And now here she is, doing a podcast about it. About it. So... I'm not blaming you, but I hated it. Um, so yeah. That actually concludes Vienna. Okay. We got back after, took back public transport to our separate homes, and I think just fell asleep there. Then. Oh, honestly, fair enough. Can be tiring. <clears throat> exactly. But isn't it so satisfying when you come home from a holiday? I find it really satisfying, yeah. like, once you get home and you're like, oh, flop. I mean, it is, but I'm also kind of sad because I wanted to last yeah, longer. Yeah, same. I'm always thinking, oh, that's I... why you should travel regularly all the time. Exactly, which is what we do. Which is what we do. Um, but I would have just loved to stay longer, to be honest. Oh, well, at least it was a good experience. Exactly, especially because when you're on holiday, everything is obviously so much. Like you're staying in a hotel, you don't have to clean, you don't have to buy groceries, you don't have to cook, uh, you don't have to worry about your normal life. You're literally on holidays, so if you have the money and if you can afford the budget you can eat out every day you can stay in a hotel that is cleaned by other people and you can just have fun plans every day yeah which is beautiful but which of course great. can't go on forever no um so yeah that was really beautiful amazing and that concludes vienna oh amazing well <coughs> thanks again for telling us about your experiences you're very welcome like i said it was just such a beautiful city it was mm. so stunning yeah. i actually forgot how nice it was I looked back at the photos and it's just insane. Also, we had such good weather. We had perfect weather. It was actually insane. Yeah. It was really warm, but at least it was sunny all throughout the holiday. Cool. So before we kind of conclude this whole thing, mm -hmm. do you want to just round off with a couple of um, <coughs> recommend, like recommendations of where you went, maybe where you ate, things like that, just to be clear? Yeah, I can, definitely. So I would definitely recommend... Belvedere Castle, Schönbrunn Castle. I honestly just looked them up. If you just Google Vienna Castle, you will find them. It's really mm -hmm. not that hard. Um, I also recommend oh God, the um, the Kunsthistorisches Museum, which is the art museum in Vienna. Look up the main art museum in Vienna and you will see it. If you look up pictures and it's the insane, the one with the insane architecture on the inside, mm -hmm. the statues, if you walk up the big staircase and the statues on the side and the massive columns, that's it. That's the one I'm talking about because they have separate ones, sub several ones. So have a look at that. Spanish riding score, if you're into that. I know not every tourist likes that. I really did. I think if you like horses, do that. Hofburg, around there as well. Get guided tour. I don't think you can. No, you can't. Get, you have to get a guided tour. So do that. It's really informative. I really liked our guide and I really liked the tour itself. It was really informative. Um, go to the Prater if you want to have some fun, some evening fun some fun rides um go to the Nashmarkt if you want to get some good food obviously it's all very touristy but i feel like it's still really good yeah sure um go to the st stephen's cathedral if you well, want to see a big cathedral because that's honestly the biggest and most obvious one and yeah have some sucker cake yes if make sure to have some cake Exactly. If you want to get the full experience. And again, really expensive, but I think worth it. I yes. really liked it. Okay. <clears throat> so that, yeah. Amazing. Rounds up Vienna. I still need to cough really badly. I'm so okay. sorry. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm literally. <laughs> no, no, no. It's. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I don't know why I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, I meant don't be sorry. 
is what I'm I literally meant. clenching my hands because I'm trying not to cough oh, all the fine. time. You and can't my, help it. My throat is so scratchy, so I'm honestly so sorry. I didn't bring any water. I already drank all my coffee, so... So there's nothing. Exactly. There's I'm nothing. really sorry. Anyway. <sighs> right. Okay. So thanks again for telling us about that. <clears throat> You're very welcome. Um, and what are we going to do next week? Well, I would say we do the little special episode that we talked about. Yeah, so, well, I don't know. Should we keep it mysterious? Ah, uh, <laughs> nah, we can talk about it for okay, a bit. Okay, fine. So, so well. <laughs> start okay, with uh, Georgina. Okay, fine. So, we have um, someone who wrote in, who's one of my friends, <laughs> Georgina, shout out to you, um, who wanted to talk about um, a trip that I actually went on with her to Malaga, mm -hmm. uh, which is a uh, place in Spain an amazing place uh, and we went on holiday there a few years ago so basically her and her family invited me to go with them um so we went in december of 2017 mm -hmm. and georgina sent in um part of what happened there which was a disaster which mainly focuses around her which mm -hmm. i will be telling you about next week so you can wait until then to hear just about what happened to her because it's kind of horrific god yeah and because the story itself isn't that long, but we didn't want to do like a too short episode. Yeah. We thought it would be fun to pair with something else, which is also quite short, but quite fun. Is a story about me getting a tattoo because I have quite a lot of tattoos, like quite a few tattoos. Mm -hmm. For one of them, or like for most of them, I traveled. For one of them, I took a trip with several public transport means. And not only, well, the tattoo didn't go wrong. Don't get me wrong. I was just going to put that out there. The tattoo is absolutely amazing. Yeah, don't say what went wrong exactly. <clears throat> One of my favorite tattoos, but something around the <laughs> tattoo went Something to do with the wrong. event. Exactly. I'm just going to say again, the tattoo artist, because I don't want anything to come off there like weirdly. The artist is amazing. The tattoo is amazing. He did a perfectly fine job. Nothing was hit with his actual craft yeah, was, went was, wrong. Yeah. Also, the tattoo healed perfectly fine. It looks perfect on me. So nothing with the actual look or craft of the tattoo yeah. was wrong. And what city was that in? Hamburg. Hamburg, so okay. that's actually in Germany. With, yeah. In Germany. Cool. So which I've basically... also been to a couple of times. So I can recommend some places there. So next week is almost going to be like a sort of mishmash between... Exactly. Um, like an almost mini story special, but uh, which will be Malaga slash Hamburg. Exactly. Two very nice cities, I think. Yes. And also I can talk a bit more about Malaga in detail because I was on holiday there as yeah. well. <laughs> and funnily enough, Hamburg is often claimed to be the most beautiful city in Germany. I oh. second with that. Okay. Interesting. So I can talk about, about, I can talk a little bit, is what I wanted to say about this as well. Amazing. So look out for that next week. Exactly. Now, do you want to do some socials before yes. we go? Okay, as so always, I'll begin. Please do. So my Instagram <clears throat> is ferg underscore steel, which we've already spelt before, <clears throat> so no need to do it again. And Marie? Exactly. Mine is that tattooed bee witch. Which is, a co well, there's some little characters in there, like full stops and underscores and things. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it's probably easier to just look on my Instagram. Exactly. And then you'll find a couple of tagged pictures of her. Exactly. And we also have an email address. So please reach out to, out to us, send us some feedback, some recommends, some own stories that you have. Some, Anything. Just say hi, really. We love hearing from you. Yeah. At all times. And that email address is travelingeggspodcast at gmail.com. Exactly. So it's just the name of the podcast, then podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Exactly. So feel free to write in. Exactly. Reach out to us. And for now, 
goodbye. I think that's everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for now, you will hear us again next week. Yes, thanks I learned, very much. I learned saying that right yeah. over the time. Thanks for tuning in. Right. We love you all. Keep we listening. Do. Tell your friends. Tell exactly. your family. Tell anyone you know. Tell a stranger on the street. Yeah, like, just hey, go up to a stranger. You, you know what traveling acts? No, you, know, you do. No, you don't. Well, now you do. Go listen. Okay, you want to share my headphones? Honestly, if you're on the tube and want to be social, share your headphones with any, someone and listen to traveling acts with them. Yeah. Because now you're friends. Because tell them it's also good for new recipes. <laughs> exactly. And if you are that stranger who's now sitting on the train and another stranger just shared their headphones with you then... to show them a weird podcast about some weird young people traveling then hi to you then hello this is traveling eggs and we welcome you to the fan base yes you're now an egg <laughs> you're now an egg and are you scrambled are you fried you can be whatever kind of egg you want we accept all kinds of eggs as long as you don't harm anyone else and as long as you're just a <laughs> kind egg exactly just be a kind egg <laughs> exactly and tune in again next week yes. because now you like i said are part of the egg base thanks very much for listening uh you hear us again next week <laughs> yes. okay bye. love you bye bye